Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today, we're going to talk about some dream weeks, some not-so-dream weeks, and how we've kind of transitioned in our journey of how our life and day of work weeks look different as our business grows and changes, as our life grows and changes, and the kind of questions we begin to ask ourselves when we want to strive towards a different or better ideal dream week and how you can kind of start to work through some of that stuff yourself. Yeah, I'm excited to walk you through the process of what it looked like when we were scaling a multiple six-figure business and then how we kind of hit, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of a brick wall at the beginning of 2017 when all of a sudden you became a mom, which was amazing by the way, Mm -hmm. but it was learning a whole new world of how to run a business. And then I had a lot of health concerns along the way. And so how to manage life and business was just different. And keeping in mind Mm -hmm. what we wanted along the way was super important to us. And so instead of like letting the world just slip away from us, we kept our hopes and dreams actively in front of us. And we want this just for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to talk about before we go into what our weeks look like before and what it looks like now, spoiler alert, it's a hot mess still, (laughs) is for everyone to know, because I don't feel like everyone does, how anti-hustle 24-7 we are. That's not to say we're anti-hustle, but we are the type of business owners from day one who knew 100% we did not want to be working until 3 a.m. We didn't want to be working nights We didn't want to be working weekends and we wanted the freedom and flexibility to, if we took a extended lunch with a girlfriend who randomly stopped in town, we could do that. If we needed to take a half day Friday because we're heading out of town, we could do that. So regardless of how much stuff we got done or what we kind of wanted our week to be laid out, that's always the foundation of where it started. So I think it's important to say that because, you know, it can be all fine and dandy of like, schedule your week super light, but we're like secretly hiding that we work until three in the morning. So know that that's not us. And it really never has been where it might be like in the middle of a launch if we're like super, super excited and pumped about something. And we want to just like get it out because we're just on this energy of it being so incredible. 
but that's not how we live our day to day. So, well, and even if we are working, like say during launch, the quote working would be you and I might have a phone call and talk about an idea, or we might be posting on Instagram in the evening or being active in our Facebook group, but actively working in Trello or designing something like slides or writing emails or any of that stuff, that's not actively happening in the evenings or weekends. It's very light. It's more engagement type stuff. It's stuff we super enjoy doing anyway. And stuff we were doing before we ran a business, hanging out on social media was something we did in the evenings. And so we still do that now, but we don't necessarily look at it as, yeah, have to or actively working. So yeah. So to give you guys an idea of what our weeks look like before, it's important to know that Penelope is my first child and it's TCC's first child. So we didn't have kids prior to her. She came in and rocked our world. We have fur babies, but they don't need the same level of attention that a human does. And we both come from supportive families and partners. And so recognize that when we're outlining this dream week, that this was our reality and that this was our day-to-day. And this was because of the support system that we do have, both through y'all and through our family. And we know that that's not the same for everyone. So if one of these pieces is missing, that's okay. We're going to give you the tools and the questions that you can ask yourself to still get towards your ideal, no matter what your circumstances are now. So before TCC existed, let's share what our weeks looked like when we were solopreneurs before we even had met each other. So what was your week like? Yeah, well, my week was a little bit different. So I guess even pre-working on my own, when I worked a corporate job and just started my business, I got up at 5 a.m., took a shower, got dressed. It took me about an hour to get ready because... I actually used to do my hair and get ready. (laughs) I would drive to work. It was a 45-minute commute, which in Kansas City is actually a really long commute. Most people have about a 20-minute commute, but we live on literally the opposite side of where I worked, so opposite side of town. So that was a pretty long commute for me. I would get there first. I would answer emails. And I was working until five and then I kind of got to check out at five and come home. But then because I was building this business on the side, I would be blogging at night. I would be looking and seeing if I need to work on any client work at night. And I was probably working another four or five hours every evening, which was a lot after working an eight hour job, eight, nine hour job, plus basically two hours of commuting, plus getting up at five in the morning. I was exhausted, but I got laid off very quickly after I kind of started that journey. And so when I was at home full time, my day changed really rapidly, but I didn't know how to manage my time well at first. 
And that was a big Mm -hmm. thing that I had a problem with. And I was very actively focused on fulfilling everyone else's needs before I would focus on growing my own business. And so I probably spent seven hours a day fulfilling everyone else's needs. And then all of a sudden, my husband was home and we'd eat dinner together. And then I'd be like, but I still want to grow this business. And so I'd stay up late and write a blog post and beg him to read it and create graphics and (laughs) take pictures in the middle of the night. I have no idea what I was thinking, by the way. Do not take pictures in the middle of the night. (laughs) And I would probably stay up until two or three for a while. And then I got really burnt out on that really quickly. I met Emily that summer. And so I slowly learned how to not work such crazy hours. The working crazy hours really only lasted about six months before I literally couldn't handle it anymore. And eventually I figured out, oh, if I want to grow this business, I can't focus on everyone else 99% of the time. I have to focus on them maybe half of the time. And then work on this thing the other half of the time. And so I was slowly building in time for working on business growth and tactics and change. And that was around the time I met you. And so a lot of things changed really Mm -hmm. rapidly after that. Yeah. I think it's interesting to hear because I have never, for a lot of you know that I've never had a quote real job. I've always worked part-time for someone else before working solely for myself. And as corporate as like having a part-time position as at a bakery ever is like not the same thing at all. And it was my college job that I transferred over when I moved and couldn't get hired on anywhere. So my full-time job for a while was submitting my resume and figuring out how to get a job. And that sucked. I was like in my pajamas and just drinking coffee all day at home and perfecting my resume and sending it out to everyone and trying to find that I felt like there was something I was missing that there wasn't just somewhere that I was looking. And I had just moved to back to my hometown, but I hadn't been there in over a decade. So it's not like I had connections I could really pull on. I'm the first person in my family to graduate college. And so I was literally the only one knowing what this was like not really able to lead by anyone else's example of what they did. So once I was working part-time, I was also like baking cupcakes on the side, which y'all can hear more about that story in an earlier episode that we'll link in the show notes. But I would wake up super, super early, like five, four or 5 a.m. to get to the bakery that I worked at part-time to do like donuts there or cakes there while no one else was really there. Because if y'all know, I really hate interacting with human beings in real life. And so I always asked for the shifts where there wasn't anyone else there. So I would get that done and then submit resumes, work on all of that during the daytime hours. And then at night when my uncle's restaurant closed, I would go to his restaurant and sneak into the back kitchen and bake cupcakes. And so I was 
kind of working on three jobs at that time, trying to get a job, working part-time at a bakery and making cupcakes. And so I didn't really know where my direction was. I didn't have a focus on any one of those things in particular. So it's no wonder why none of them (laughs) succeeded. But I think after a while, when my boyfriend at the time, now husband, moved down with me and we got an apartment, that I began to feel that pressure that I wasn't contributing. And I began to feel pretty shitty about it. And so that's when I picked up my camera. And within a couple months of getting our apartment, we bought our first house and I used our guest bedroom to shoot. And so that kind of changed my schedule a lot because I was able to step down from the bakery position, not because I was making money at that time, but it was because, hey, let me focus on this thing. And his job allowed me to focus on that thing without any promise of income. And so for a good six or eight months, I just wasn't making any money. And I would just like sleep in and like hang out with the dogs and learn new editing stuff and just kind of like honestly dick around a little bit. And it was nice. Obviously, who doesn't love that? I don't. But I honestly, that's I that, can't. I, I <laughs> can't same, live that way. Can't dick around. <laughs> that same feeling of not contributing, like, was there full on. Like, now we have a mortgage. We're planning for a wedding. All of these things are happening, and so that's when I started to get serious about photography and figured out selling and started making more money. And all of that was great, but my schedule still. I didn't really know how to manage that daytime because as a photographer, you generally shoot right before dinner or on weekends. So then you're editing maybe during the day if you're disciplined about it. I would usually edit like in front of Netflix with Brian and that's it. Like you, you, you're giving up your nights and weekends. And so you don't really want to do anything during the day. And so I wouldn't, I would maybe blog, I would maybe edit, but it was a lot of sleeping and a lot of Netflixing. So then when I finally transitioned to more teaching online and was taking less and less standard family photography clients, this was about a month or two before we met, I started to get a little more structured about it, mostly because I had something to show up for during the day, whether it was a webinar or Instagram posting or like blogging or being active in Facebook groups. I felt like that was my day job task. But I would still find myself like finishing a blog post at night, like all of a sudden wanting to make this course. So I'm doing it in front of the TV. And honestly, it wasn't until you and I met that there are now two people to be responsible for income wise that I feel like we both kind of sat down and we're like, okay, what is our daily schedule? What does Monday through Friday look like? Because we can't like we can't live this life and grow what we want to grow. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it came down to we both actually thrived in a really structured environment, but then we got out of school. And so we were like in this rebellious anti-structure for five or six years. Yes. And then we hated it. (laughs) And so we were Mm -hmm. like, bring back the structure, please. Well, and I think it's funny, we're both someone who doesn't want a boss, but needs to be told what to do. And whether that's being told what to do by what we outline ourselves and see for ourselves, like, yes, these are your responsibilities. But when it's just you, or when you don't have your goals clearly defined, and the steps to get you there, 
that you have to take to reach those things. You're just kind of like, oh, I can just poo-poo this day off and I can just go have Starbucks and just hang out because you don't have deadlines for anything. Well, here's the deal. There's a reason they put kids on a schedule. There is a reason (laughs) your body wakes up generally at the same time every day Even if you tell yourself, I am going to sleep an extra hour, Mm -hmm. your body is made for a rhythm. And so if you're ignoring what your body wants, which is consistency, structure, structure, routine, (laughs) then let's bring it back. But okay. So when we actually decided, which by the way, I'm like, throwing my hands all over the place because I'm really passionate about this. (laughs) When we finally decided, okay, we need some routine in our lives, it wasn't like all of a sudden we went from zero to every 15 minutes of our day was structured. Because like, I used to work in an environment in the corporate world where I had to set a timer for work. I literally wanted to stab my eyeballs out. Because we were timing how long we were working on certain projects so we could bill other people. And I it made right. me so anxious. And I'm not that kind of person. And so, yes, I need structure and that generally this is what happens in the morning. Generally, this is how my day flows. This right. is generally when I'm done. But no, please do not micromanage me. So right. No, none of us well, like that. I mean, <laughs> some people like timers. I mean, you and I, neither, neither, neither of, of us, us like, like that. that. So when we finally yes. decided, okay, what are we going to do? We decided we're going to call each other at eight, like big kids. Yep. So Start we called each other. No pants or pants. Yeah, it we didn't matter. care what each other. There was no like you have to be in makeup. There was no you had to have breakfast by then. Like literally, it was usually I called her and I was still eating my bowl of cereal, and we were talking about the day and what was going to happen. And realistically, that sometimes meant we weren't actually ready to get started by nine. That was okay. Keep in mind, yeah. we're also best yeah. friends. Which is different. Right. Some of you, that's that's fine. But like we had to balance. We need a little bit of girl time. And we need a little bit of like let's catch up on life and let's figure out what we're doing today. And then when we finally sat down to like, okay, no, but really, <laughs> we're going to start. Yeah. We would write an affirmation and do a little bit of gratitude and then tackle Oh, we didn't not, do immediately. not immediately. Not uh, immediately. Probably like six months in, a year. Yeah, because this was, I think, a year in. This this was like wonderless days of what you're talking oh, about. Oh, that's now. true. But we definitely tackled email. Mm-hmm. That was always oh, yeah. first. Yeah. Which I mm-hmm. I am proud to say that is no longer the first thing I do in the morning. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> I'm remembering some stuff back from the wonder list days as you go over it because it is hard to remember. So we would call ourselves a date. We would check the wonder list. And then it was like we would leave and we would actually call ourselves at eight. And then we would get on Google Hangouts by the time we were sitting at our computer so we could see each other. And so at that point, it was then like, okay, here's kind of what we need to do. Ready, break. 
And it wasn't a clear assigned, like you're doing this, I'm doing this. We kind of talked about it, but we never really knew what the other person was working on. There was a lot of like, oh, I just got done watching this like workshop and I want to talk to you about it. And oh, I just downloaded this thing and let's talk about it. Or I just found this Pinterest board. I want to talk about it. And so we'd stop and talk about it. And a lot of that stage or season in our business was that, okay, what is this going to look like? What can we even offer? Who do we want to be? And so that made a lot of sense. Like we were still brainstorming basically what our business was at that point. And then we would work on like client stuff and schedule some of that out and look at our calendars. But it was very, very loose. Like it was just, we would be on the phone, but then it was kind of free for all for what actually got done. And that worked for us for that season. But when we reshifted our schedule about a year in, got more defined about who's doing what and how can the other person see what the other person is doing without being like, hey, what are you, what are you working on right yeah, now? What are you doing? That was what literally right the now? problem. Because <laughs> to yeah. explain this a little bit more, as ridiculous as this sounds, we were on the phone for eight to nine hours a day and not... Yeah. Like you guys are, sa- you're thinking, oh my God, how do they talk to each other for eight to nine hours a day? No, like it was literally like on speakerphone as if we were sitting in the same room. And so like, if I had a question, yeah. I just started talking to her like she was sitting next to me. But because I couldn't physically yeah. see her all of the time, sometimes we were on Hangout, but even then, but you I still couldn't see, see the what screen. So we were constantly interrupting each other in the midst of like pure focus. Not that we got mad at each other because we weren't that way ever really, but it was. I don't even think we realized it was a problem. Like we're just like, oh yeah, what do you want to talk about? I'll stop what I'm doing. (laughs) I think we realized it was a problem later than we should have realized it was a problem. Oh, 100%. 100%. But we eventually realized that was a problem and got to the point where we were interrupting less, dividing and conquering more, and eventually getting to the point where we would regroup around four or five and be like, okay, and now this is what's happening tomorrow. Well, and that honestly just happened this week. So that was like phase one of figuring out what to work together or how to work together. Phase two was, okay, we figured out Trello and we figured out how to make it work for our business. And so we would outline our current week and there would be an Abigail header and an Emily header. And on Fridays, we would like kind of talk about the week or on Monday morning, we would talk about the week and we would move those tasks around so I could see what is on her plate. She could see what's on mine. And then if there were things that overlapped, we would talk about them. Generally, we would get those out of the way first. So email and then like, what do we need to talk about together? But then we were still staying on the phone for the rest of the day. As I would hammer out my task, she would hammer out hers. We would maybe tag each other if we had a question or we would say, hey, are you at a point where you can chat? So we would still do that, but it it helped a lot. Phase two was a lot better. And it's how we wrapped up most of 2016 of just that simple division of tasks But then in December of 2016, we sat down and we did this task again. So I feel like every quarter is when we should do it, but we did it about twice a year. We call it your dream week. 
and you sit down and you truly ask yourself, okay, write down what your current week is right now. Like, when do you wake up? What are you missing? What are you doing? Like, what's your next step? When do you end your day? Like all of the things. And then what part of that do you want to change? How many parts of that do you want to change? Do you want to wake up earlier or later? Do you want more alone time or more together time? Because at one point, before I moved back to Kansas City, even a little bit after, we were considering getting like yeah. a co-work space. Like, do we work outside of the home together because we work so well on the phone? Would that and make sense? And now I can't imagine doing that. Oh, God. Someone just asked me about it yesterday. They were like, have you started going back to work yet? And I was like, yeah, all the time. And she was like, oh, have you brought your kid to work yet? I'm like, yeah, she lives with me. So I like couldn't understand what they weren't getting about my life. And she was like, oh, I thought you like had a separate space where you went to the office, like maybe like both of you like had a studio or something. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And it was in that sentence literally last night that I was like, no, and thank God we don't have that. I think it would have made sense at some point. And, you know, maybe someday it will, but we both really like being alone. (laughs) I love Mm -hmm. Emily. I love visiting her. For a partnership. We both work really well separately. (laughs) But it's so funny because, okay, in December, keep in mind, in November, I was in a car accident and I literally had a concussion, banged my head up. And so in December, Emily's like, what takes away from your productivity? And my, the, like the first thing out of my mouth was like, noise, light, (laughs) 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 which I would like to say has changed, but it's been a very slow progress. And so my sensitivity to everything is still very heightened. And so Mm -hmm. being in a secluded place all by myself is actually really great for me. And so we talked about that then and we're like, like that's something we should work on is like getting Abby away from noise. And so with you having a baby coming like a week later, I was like, probably shouldn't be at your house very often. <laughs> no, it's pretty loud over here. And then the, the other thing I talked yeah. about was a lack of plan, which is funny because we plan all the time, but there was times mm-hmm. where we would, plan for like a month at a time and then we would catch up and then all of a sudden there was no plan for past that point in time and so for this year we've done a much better job of oh we actually know what the majority of the year is like and we will continue to adjust throughout the year right but we're always kind of aware of what's coming, even if it's shifting, which has made me a much more comfortable person. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I would call that phase 2.0 because we're not exactly into no. phase three yet. But when we had that discussion in December and we're like, okay, what takes away from both of our productivity? What do we think can help? So we've been open about how we don't really like time blocking, how we feel like it stifles us more than helps us be creative and in that zone. And I still don't really call how we shifted our week to be time blocking because it is pretty flexible. But what we did was assigned Monday, Monday through Friday has tasks that can yes. only go on those days. And so like, for instance, prior to setting this rule, we would have our schedule on Calmly open for anyone to schedule a meeting with us 15 minute or 30 minute or anyone to schedule a podcast interview with us anytime they wanted to Monday through Friday. 
So we could very easily have one like every day of the week if we realized it. And getting into that zone of interviewing someone or having a call with someone is a very different zone than doing anything else in your business. And so when you have those, it's really, really, really beneficial to group them together. And they're exhausting. So very easily, we have like one podcast interview and then we're like, oh, what else like, can we really get done today? Because it's, it's like an hour and a half of our time and it's, it's just a lot of talking and a lot of brain power. And that's how we are in webinar days too. And we knew that from webinar days, like Thursdays are always webinar days and pretty much nothing else ever happens on Thursdays because it's so exhausting. But here we were just letting it open for the whole week. And similar things like, okay, if Emily gets writes blog posts really well outside of the house, like hilarious now that I can get outside the house to write a blog post and Abby needs it to be really, really quiet, then those blog post writing days should be on the same day, like one of us shouldn't be outside of the house and one of us needs really quiet on two different points of the day because then neither one of us can talk to each other. So like grouping similar type of tasks together on the day really helped us figure out, okay, looking at our week, when can I really And because I know done? you're super nosy, guys, I'm going to tell you what day is what day right now. So you can <laughs> quit wondering, all right? So Monday <laughs> is very task-oriented. We get a lot of stuff that just pops in. So we just deal with email. We deal with stuff that's happening in the Facebook group. We try to catch up on Instagram for the week. We might have some meetings scheduled. Not a lot actually gets accomplished. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, it's really just regroup from the weekend. And we're okay with that. But we've made, we just do small little baby things on Monday. On Tuesday morning, we write. We try to write blog posts. We try to write emails. We try to focus and have some quiet time on Tuesday morning. And then Tuesday afternoon, we do have some time for meetings if they bleed over. But if they don't end up happening, hopefully we have more time for writing because that's the goal. Yeah. Wednesday is podcast-related tasks. We have a lot of interviews scheduled for Wednesday. That said, we record our own podcasts on a lot of different days. And that's just honestly based on when Penelope is happy and willing to let us record a podcast. Thursday has been dubbed selling day, which I think is really Mm -hmm. awesome. We get we get dressed. Yeah. We try to do a Facebook Live that day. We will do webinars that day. We will write selling-based Instagram captions. We really try to be engaged with our audience. Anything that will help bring in the dollar bills because we are a business and we have to focus on making money sometime. And so that's the day that we do that. And then Friday, ideally, is a half day. It hasn't been a half day in a really long time. It did used to be a half day. It will eventually be a half day again. I promise you it is coming. It says email cleanup, but we just hired a VA. So hopefully that will be forgiven from the Fridays. Mm -hmm. But we have our monthly reviews on Fridays. So like every fourth Friday, we do a monthly review and do a lot of planning that day. We also have podcast interviews, usually in the afternoon, if those pop up. 
and miscellaneous what still needs to get done for the following week. Yeah. So if you're curious. Yeah. And specifically, Mondays and Fridays were left that kind of freedom day because we brought up in our December meeting that we would like more flexibility to if someone wanted to go for lunch and we wanted to like take two hours to do that. When can we schedule those when we know it's not going to hurt the other person, like everyone's productivity? And so those we know can be scheduled on Mondays or Fridays because of how light the day is anyways. But also laughable that we're going out for lunch with anyone. I don't remember the last time I went out to lunch other than by myself to Mm -hmm. fast food because I was starving because I was three. Yeah, I grabbed lunch yesterday. We went to Chipotle because they were giving half of the proceeds to the hashtag project. Hashtag like, burrito. Oh. <laughs> hashtag burrito. Another reason to get a burrito. Okay, I'll go. So maybe consider like if batching is not for you and time blocking, if time blocking specifically is not for you, maybe you can batch similar tasks. So, but give yourself freedom. So for instance, it would make a lot of sense for me, the photographer, to batch taking a shit ton of pictures for like all of the things we want to launch this year. Like feasibly, you could really do that in one setting. Creatively, I know time after time again, I can really only get about five to seven good, unique, different layouts. She's not in joking. One they end up all, they all end up not looking joking. the same. They, I'm like, really? Yep. You have 45 million props. Uh, How do the same picture, uh-huh. like how do they all look so similar? Yeah. So I know that I can't, I've tried to force it even with Abby's help. I'm like, come over, help me like organize the, like help me design some. And we're both sitting there after like nine together, like looking at each other. Like if I see another notepad, <laughs> I swear to God. And so we know yeah. that about ourselves. So don't put the pressure on yourself. If there's a particular task that you just absolutely know, like F you, I'm not going to batch that because I'm not going to do it well. But when we say batching, we mean if there's a day of your week where you might have to like look extra presentable, like full makeup, full hair, clothes, like batch the other things that would make sense for it to be on a makeup day on that day. That's our, like, that's our biggest time Batching makeup days has been the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Also, not caring about going live with no makeup has really been freeing for me. I went in my pajamas. (laughs) That's a whole other conversation. I I went to our team meeting last week with no bra. I had a shirt on, (laughs) just no bra. Just so we're clear. (laughs) We're not the nudists over here. a, A big part of this activity is understanding, okay, based on this current week, based on the current situation, what could you delicate or outsource to make your week a little bit better? Or, or automate. 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 And so we wrote this out in December, and I am so excited to say that we've outsourced all but one of them. So slides. Oh, uh-huh. I think that's enough. It's just hard though. to communicate what we want with slides, and that's really because – what Abby wants. No, I think I think, <clears throat> I think it's because we don't make our outlines fully detailed enough. Oh, oh no, 100%. You're like, no, Emily lines. and I do an outline and it's like, it's in code or something. And 
if we were to actually delegate it, we'd actually have to outline our slides appropriately. But because we did this exercise, we've since outsourced all our blog graphics, all our YouTube graphics. We have someone helping us with our email inbox and doing some light customer service things. We have someone helping us with podcast setup, podcast editing. We have an accountant. We have an editor for our images. I'm just so happy about No, we have a bookkeeper. Oh, we don't have an I'm sorry. I'd lied to you just then. We have a bookkeeper. I know. Different things. One requires like a different degree. So what it, it does. They have, you, you have to be a... The way that you were about to say that was going to be really condescending, but you caught yourself. So I, I like love it. Parker. Parker is awesome. I know he's awesome. You mean Patrick? <laughs> Emily always calls Parker Patrick. So Parker, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, sorry. did you know we have men on our team? You probably didn't know that. We have several men on our team. Just two. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm actually super proud of all the things we've delegated this year. Yeah. So we encourage you to do something like this. If you want the exact worksheet, it is inside our program called the follow through method, which you can check out at the follow through method.com. We'll pop a link in the show notes as well. And that program is, it partners well with two of our other programs. One of them is free. So, you know, it's fine, but the like productivity trifecta is your biz on autopilot Trello for business and the follow through method. And everything we talked about today takes bits and pieces mm-hmm. from each of those. So your biz on autopilot is the free one. So you're welcome. It's going to get a lot of these systems set to automate when you're not there or when you just don't want to do them. So you not having to be like writing your Instagram post on your phone five minutes after it was supposed to be posted is going to save you a ton of time because we used to do that. We used to stop in the middle of our day and be like, oh, it's lunchtime. We need to post on Instagram. Let me find a picture. Do you like this one or do you like this one? Like, remember when you used to text me pictures of like, hey, pick one. And then we would pick it and then we would write it. That would take like an hour. I don't know why we did that. Just, I don't either. We were new little biz babies. It's fine. But so take a look at your day and look at the tasks that you're doing and ask yourself, is there something that you can set up? Like maybe it's going to take you 30 minutes instead of the five minutes every time. But if you're doing just one chunk of 30 minutes and then after that, you don't have to worry about it. You just saved yourself a shit ton of time in the future. So look at those things, see what you can kind of cut short, but specifically ask yourself, what is your day like now? And what do you want to change? And look at the little tiny things. I went over earlier a little bit, but are you wanting to wake up at a different time? Are you wanting to be able to work out, to meditate, to read a book before you even start your day? Are you wanting to work from the coffee shop part of your day or week? Are you wanting, (laughs) I do. I want that now. I can't wait to do that again. I'm like, Penelope wants to be my nanny. You don't want to bring Penelope. (laughs) I want a nanny. I want a nanny. So if you're in Kansas City and you're a nanny, holler at your girl. But yeah, so look at those little tiny things. Look at what you want to change. Are you wanting to work different hours? Are you wanting to be able to end your day at like three so you can go pick up your kids instead of like having the bus come pick them up? Like, what is it 
and then know that, write it down and look at it. So A, you can be reminded of what you're working towards, but so you can also begin to focus and realize, okay, wait a minute, if I set up this system or if I do this thing a little bit differently, that's now going to save me 45 minutes over here. And so that's what you're looking for. You're looking for those holes in your day right now so it can slowly start to become your dream week or quickly. It's entirely up to you. But also give yourself some grace and know that there are there are phases to your dream week. It's going to be maybe version 17.8. That's like your final version. But if you're working towards that, you're doing the best that you can. Well, and know that we reassess this all the time. We don't just tell you to go after your dream week and automatically it's going to be perfect and it's going to be amazing. Like we literally revisit this worksheet once a month. We'll actually physically refill it out once a quarter, but we like reference it once a month and be like, are we on track with the things we talked about changing? Are we actually implementing these things? And you know, sometimes you're two months into it and you're like, bah. like, that's funny. <laughs> I, when that happened, that was funny. <laughs> like, 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 for instance, we, we said one of the things we wanted to change was we wanted to talk less. And now we're like, no, like, I miss talking to the other person because mm-hmm. we didn't have a clue how much this baby was going to interrupt our lives. We love her, but I mean. Oh, yeah. No, like none of that's the issue. It's just we just don't talk enough. Honestly, it's not that I didn't know she wouldn't be interrupting our life because you have to be an idiot to not know that. But I think I didn't realize how focused I needed to be in order to accomplish a lot of tasks. Like, I thought I was just like, oh, firing through stuff because it was dead quiet here. And like, there was nothing going on. And even if she's chill, I'm thinking about, is she breathing? Does she roll over on her face? Like, is she fine? And so I would need someone here to be with her for me to be 100% focused on anything else. Well, and I'm surprised how much I'm affected by your lack of focus, which is like, I mean, you'd think, oh, I can just knock it out even though she's distracted. No, like, I'm just like over here, like not sure what's going on half the time. And it's, I mean, half of it's that I had a traumatic brain injury and whatever. But (laughs) the other half is, you know, like legitimately, the other half of my mind, which is Emily, is MIA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone, and the half that you're left with is mushy. So I need some help, yo. Sucks to suck. <laughs> so that's why we hired a bunch of people to help Abby limp along. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's true. So the entire point of all of this is. For you to know that you can have a very successful and very profitable business on your own terms. That's how it should be. But you can't have a successful and profitable business on your own terms if you don't even know what those are in the first place. 
A lot of times we hear you guys complaining about your day or being overwhelmed about something. And I mean, let's be real, we're 100% in control of that at all times, regardless of what else is going on in our lives. But specifically, like the stuff that y'all are bringing up, like, I don't have time to blog. I don't have time to be on Instagram. I don't have time to whatever. Yes, you do. If you're looking at your day and how you're spending it right now, I can find the minutes for you. You're just not being productive you properly. Have to re, you have to redefine your priorities. And sometimes that yes. means giving up some things that are personal. And sometimes that means shifting your focus inside your own business. And sometimes that mm-hmm. means cutting things that you actually do enjoy. But the whole point is over time, you're getting to a place where A, you're more profitable and B, you enjoy your life more. Like, hello, like, isn't that, isn't that what we all want? Like you enjoy your life on a daily basis and it's not killing you (laughs) and you're making more money. And guys... Like we know, like we don't have to be the ones to tell you, maybe we do, but if you get to this point where you're actually enjoying your life and then you're making money, guess what? You're going to be more productive. You're going to be getting more stuff done and more things checked off and more things accomplished when you're in that headspace than when you're resenting it. And this comes personally from like, we're still working towards that. We're still figuring that out because there are days absolutely where we resent personal life or business life because we don't have it figured out yet, because we haven't figured out that new routine or like version 2.7, but we're working on it. And every day we just try our best. So hopefully that'll pay off. And we just, (laughs) I mean, we want you to know that we're going through the same stuff you guys are. Like we don't have any less distractions than you do. We don't have any less things happening. Like, I mean, my dog still has to go to the vet and, you know, Penelope still has to go to the pediatrician and get her shots. And we still have to like, remember our mother-in-law's birthday. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's still life. Like life still goes on and you still have to manage to not let other people down and keep your business afloat along the way. But I will leave you with this before strategy, before talk strategy. If you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. Amen. Mic drop. Actually, I don't know who said that quote. It's not Emily. I know. We have it. I didn't just make that up. Don't quote me on that. It is a quote that we use on our Instagram a lot. It's the only reason why I know it. But someone else, way more philosophical than me, said that. So let's uh-huh. talk some strategy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So first, either go get the follow through methods. So you can have this worksheet yourself or you can just jank your way through it and it's fine. But there are other great stuff in, in that program that you're going to want to get your hands on. But you can take out a piece of printer paper and I want you to draw a line in the half. Hamburger style, hot dog style. You live your <laughs> life, dude. Pick a top. Doesn't matter. On one side, right? <laughs> Write down your current week. Like, get down to the nitty gritty. When you get up, what you do, what your day looks like, blah, blah, blah. All the things. And then I want you to write down on the other side, the right side, the bottom side, doesn't matter. 
what you want your dream week to look like. Not what it can be tomorrow, not what it can be next week, but in the dreamiest of worlds, what would it look like? And write it down specifically. Like we had what's going to help our productivity if we outsource these things and we wrote them down. So maybe it's that for you. Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's like getting outside of the house. Maybe it's going for a walk. I don't know what it is. I don't know your life, but write it down. And then look at it with your eyeballs. And then go inside Trello because you already own Trello for business, right? (laughs) And I want you to take these things that are going to help your productivity and make you a happier person and put them in your calendar and in your to-do to make them happen. Is it hire someone? Is it buy a social media scheduler? Like start paying for a social media scheduler so you can get all the shit planned. What is it? Is it batching? Is it not doing a task at all? And it might be something as simple as waking up 30 minutes early so you have some alone time. Yes. Yes. Lord, my alone time is valuable. Valuable. I wake up earlier than anyone else in my house, including my daughter, because she's a sleepaholic and it's awesome. And I just, I make my coffee and I just sit on the sofa. I let the puppies out because they get up with me. They won't sleep through me getting up. I let them out. And I just sit and sometimes I'll work. Sometimes I'll hammer out a blog post. Sometimes I'll write some Instagram, whatever like sparks. Sometimes I literally just sit there, but I feel like that's my version of working out <laughs> and it like helps me rejuvenate. Well, and, like, if you want to know something, I, I started a new book and they actually, <gasps> I just ordered a new book and I'm super excited well, about it. I think it's called brain, brain, something I'll tell you in a minute, brain, something, but they said that drinking coffee more than three cups a day prevents dementia and stuff later in life. Oh, well, I'm going to be the most non-dementia person in the world. maker is what it's called. It's all about gut health and all sorts of stuff. It's totally unboss related, but if you're, I think it's related. You have to have a gut to be a boss. (laughs) You got to be alive, okay? But it's really interesting. You have to live. Yeah, I just ordered the energy bus. And and these books are so appropriate for both of our personalities. So yours is like figuring out health stuff. And mine is figuring out how to be more positive. (laughs) Yes. So we just recommended two books. (laughs) Maybe our our next episode, we'll do a book review like... Back in the day of school, we'll do a book report for you guys. Does that sound like fun? We could. Uh, yeah. Okay. We can. So go dream your dreamiest of weeks. Go get the productivity trifecta. We'll link it in the show notes so you don't have to do anything but click buttons and then buy the things. That's why we love you. We make life easy for you. You see what we did there? Have, have a great, great week. day. Oh, week. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. 
You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.